2: Log Talk Radio.
3: Hey guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Calling Show. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And over the next 45 minutes, we will be taking your calls or your Skypes and uh, discussing what is happening in Star Wars this week. Now, for those that listened to last week's show with Chris Sekel and I, it was a very quiet week in Star Wars news and I made the bold prediction that something big was about to drop. It was all a little bit too quiet. And then what do you know? We have the title of Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi. In the red font. Who is The Last Jedi? Are there multiple Last Jedi? Why The Red? Why does it make a sentence with The Force Awakens? Well, that's kind of cool, I think. Uh, In other Star Wars news, we had the most overhyped episode of Star Wars Rebels turn out to be not an overhyped episode. It was awesome, and that was me listening to it or watching it after reading three days of people gushing about it, and it still sealed up. In Steel Wars podcast news, if you're a new listener, this is the call-in show version. And normally we have in-depth interviews each week. Uh, We had a guest reschedule. So no normal episode this week. But a bit of sizzle. We have got an actor from both The Force Awakens and who also did a a Rogue One work that should be on the show next week. But because we got to uh, have that extra time, I rebooted relaunched my Star Wars parody news site, The midi Count, with a couple of new uh, articles, including uh, Donald Trump coming out and changing the name at the last minute of The Last Jedi to There Are Many Jedi Period. So if you're up for a bit of parody Star Wars news, go check out the com. And taking the calls, And talking Star Wars this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you are around the world, is my good buddy from the Blue Harvest and Rogue One podcast. It's my man, Horst Burkett. How you doing, mate? I'm doing
4: well, buddy. How are you?
3: I am pretty good. It is uh, a lovely Saturday afternoon here in Australia. The sun's just beating through my blinds. And uh, I'm ready to talk a bit of Star Wars. Uh, What did you make of that last Jedi title announcement, mate?
4: Love it. Love it so much, man. I've said a couple of times, it's the first one that I didn't have to sort of get used to. Like, it seems like every time a new Star Wars title comes out, I'm like, huh. All right, The Force Awakens. And I got to let it roll around in my brain for a little bit. But as soon as I saw The Last Jedi, I was like, all right, it's The Last Jedi I'm in.
3: I was thinking about this the other day. The titles that like make you want to see the film, like out of out of all the titles, like the ones that sort of by themselves, like uh, sound like an enticing film to go see, like A New Hope, which you know it, it is kind of called Star Wars. Do you know what I
4: mean? Um, right.
3: But that that doesn't scream run to the cinema.
4: No, it doesn't.
3: Uh, The Empire Strikes Back. One ticket, please.
2: Yes,
4: I do (laughs) want to
3: see that Empire Strike Back. Return of the Jedi. Are you kidding me? Give me three tickets. I want to see the Jedi return. Uh, The Phantom Menace. Huh? What? Mm, Yeah. Uh, Attack of the Clones. Um, All right. Sure. (laughs) Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I would like yeah. to see a bit of Sith revenge, and The Force Awakens. I like The Force Awakens for its duality—that right. it also sort of, in the real world, awoken the Force. You know, I think but, The Force um, Awakens
4: as a title falls in the middle of that. I want to go see it. Uh, what's that all about for me? I love the title now. It took a little while, but you know. I think it's sort of, it's it's not a gripper like Return of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith or something like that.
3: Yeah, like if, like just say they did, when they announced that they were going to make new films and just say they announced the titles up front, do you know what I mean? they said, oh, in, in um, 2015, we're going to be releasing The Force Awakens.
4: Right, right. Um,
3: 2016, we're going to be releasing Rogue One. Oh, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, in 2017, we're going to release The Last Jedi. What? I want yes. that one now. <laughs> yeah, let's just watch that one now. I want to see about The Last Jedi, please. Please. Give me a ticket. So, um, I'm pumped. I reckon it's awesome. Yep. And I also like the fact that, um, <coughs> Ryan Johnson, um, had the title when he was writing the script. So it wasn't yeah. sort of like, uh, let's read the script and try to work out a title. But, it was immediate, like it was written around that thought of The Last Jedi, which, which I find, um, give me that Last Jedi. Give that Last Jedi a couple of lines. Give that Last Jedi <laughs> a lightsaber hilt that he can ignite and blaze that green blade. Hashtag, ignite the green in 2017. I am so pumped. And uh, we are going to take some calls, horsey whores, to buy Jonathan Grasso's sweet nickname for you. And uh, we're open to talk uh, The Last Jedi. If you want to talk about Rebels, if you want to talk about Rogue One, if you want to talk about anything in the Star Wars universe, we are here for you. If you want to call in, the number is 646 668 And if you are not in America, the best way to do that is via Skype, and you just have to add a plus one to the front of that number, or I think you can make a little setting that sets it to America, then it automatically adds a plus one. So, let us go to 405. Who are you, and where are you calling from? This
2: is
3: Aaron from Oklahoma City. Aaron! How you doing, buddy? Good to hear from you.
1: Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing? Or Azza, as you and Chris Fresh uh, dubbed me. <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my, uh, my Australian nickname now. Sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to disrespect you, AZA.
3: I, um, I, I've got to remember to give everyone their uh, Australian code names so you can assimilate yeah. into our community with a uh, minimum fuss. Uh, what's on your mind, Star Wars-wise, this evening for you?
1: Well, uh, first, let me say... Uh, oh, first of all, hey, Hawes. What's going hey, on, Hey, buddy? buddy.
4: Good to hear Doing from you. Doing all right? Yes, sir.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good deal, good deal. Uh, yeah, I think The uh, the Last Jedi is a great title. Let's see. I mean, there's all the kerfuffle over the, uh, the red... And I'm not sure I, I mean if you look at the I think that they wanted to keep this trilogy's like logos similar. So mm-hmm. they and they kept the same they kept the same design there. It's just a different color with the uh, letters in between the two words. And I think that I, I I've heard somebody say, I'm not quite sure, I listen to like seven podcasts a week, so seven or eight a week, so I'm not even Sure, and all of the same people are on all of them, so it's hard to keep track of but uh but um
4: <laughs> well, this is my fourth podcast of the week. I'm not not gonna lie,
1: yeah, uh yeah, I was actually just listening to the uh, Sith list episode earlier with you,
4: so oh, it's, right on, it's
1: weird to it's it's weird to be hearing your voice and then now talking to you. It's very strange, but yeah, going back to what i was what I was saying, I think that. They just wanted to keep the logos kind of similar. And if it was yellow, you might see The Force Awakens. You might not see The Last Jedi. Like, it just kind of would... But if you change the red, first of all, I mean, it... Obviously, everyone's going to talk about the red. And second of all, it distinguishes it from The Force Awakens. So I think that's kind of what they were going for. I don't necessarily mean think that it means that Luke is going to die or something... I mean I'm saying my prayers every night that he doesn't because I don't I don't know if I could handle it. Uh, do you think so we've had yellow
3: and then we've got red. Do you think that episode 9 we're going to get green? Could the green?
1: Uh Maybe, uh, maybe that's, that has something to do with igniting the green. Maybe they're trying to, maybe they're trying to show you something there. I, surely, 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 with the ornament that's come out and seeing Ray with the Anakin Luke lightsaber, surely, I mean, you're not going to throw away a sweet, sweet lightsaber like the one you constructed, you know, like that green saber. You're not going to throw that away. Surely he's got that at least in a box somewhere.
4: I think it's an R2. I mean,
1: uh, that would be that would really? be awesome.
4: I, I don't the know. The whole
1: it's being an R2.
4: That's gutsy. Like, you know when he, uh, w- that thing where we see him putting his hand on his dome in the little flashback thing? I think he put his oh. lightsaber on R2. And maybe it was
1: some kind of show of pacifism, too, is that he gives the lightsaber to R2 – and it's kind of like, you know, he's he's kind of take this away from me. I I don't want to be, you know, because as, as we know, he threw the lightsaber down. And maybe he's, uh, and maybe if you see all your your younglings slaughtered in front of you, or you know, slaughtered rather, maybe that'll make you angry, and you think I might use this lightsaber, and I don't want to, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in R2 because who can you trust? I mean. Who can you and trust that. more than R2D2?
4: And we know there's space in there for it. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty sure uh, there was a
3: scene from, in another movie. Comics, from reading the Marvel Comics, space in there for about a dozen
4: lightsabers. Right. Right. Um, that's what <laughs> right. I found out.
3: Um, I don't know how he puts them all in himself, but he can just do it in one issue. But the concept is that. that the lightsaber, the green-hilted uh, lightsaber, one of my favourite things in the Star Wars universe, is has been in R2 all this time, and there will be a moment, like, this is the best bit. <laughs> There's a moment when Luke is under siege, all is lost, he is defenceless, he is surrounded, and then he's that quick of the finger to R2, just like times. who shoots it up. Be well, <laughs> on eight. Luke Skywalker uses the Force to guide it to a perfect catch. He looks at the blade,
1: ignites,
5: and it's on. Yeah. Uh,
1: I would hate to be the person that's sitting next to you watching the movie oh. if that happens. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure you'll break their arms or maybe do a a Wookiee arm ripoff. I could totally see that happening <laughs> because I mean, the Ignite the Green itself is amazing. The Ignite the Green itself is amazing, and that's enough to make you freak out. But if he did it in the same way that he did in the in the the your favorite part of your favorite Star Wars movie, I mean, I, I don't even I don't even know if the the theater could contain. Uh, steel, I think that you would just tear the theater down in excitement.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I
1: couldn't. I, I've told this story before
3: I, that that I thought when Artu and and um, when they were all trapped at the start of Revenge of the Sith and Artu did the electrocution thing, I thought he was going to shoot the saber out then. And I was just like, oh, yes, this is all, you know, you've got your Star Wars ring theory. Well, you missed a very important link in the storytelling there. And instead you just, that's everyone. But, oh man. Oh. This
1: would be their way to write it. This would be their yeah. way to write that wrong.
2: Mhm. 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 I, I can it, hear ah. it in your
1: voice. I can, I can, I can, hear the excitement in your voice. I, this is, that's, that I've never heard that before. And I think that's excellent.
4: I keep that kind of stuff to myself. Cause you never know. You might get a sticker made about your theory
1: that's true Ooh. you're you're <laughs>
3: <laughs> well adam in the chat room has written in all caps never gonna happen steel god what a what a hurtful message i feel like i'm getting yeah, what a bummer <laughs> bummer wow how do i block people from
2: this thing there's, there's <laughs> a button in somewhere. uh
4: yeah. now here's a question if they did that we'll we'll say if do you think that that, that would get when credited they do from that.
3: So when okay. they do that?
4: When they do that, do you think there will For be sure. an out an outcry of, Oh, it's just a rehash of return of the Jedi?
3: Oh, you won't be able to hear that from my happy screaming, so it doesn't
2: matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I it's there okay. would be, but I think I think that the 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 uh, people on the right side of this issue uh would uh would outnumber those on the the wrong side. Mm. Because I mean how awesome I mean come on that is something I've never thought of and my mind is just kind of exploding right now thinking of how awesome that would be. I'm glad that it's uh going to be on a podcast and uh archived for history. So that's great. My son will love this in the future.
3: God, <laughs> your mind's exploding. You're the John F Kennedy of Star Wars fans. <laughs>
1: too soon, too soon. <laughs>
3: a great man, a great man. And, uh, and not a bad yeah. joke. Fantastic. Um, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I've got this thing, like if it did happen, I'm picturing that like in the cinema, I'm going to be like He-Man just holding a one hand, just like, I have the power! And then back the background <laughs> flashes with the, the sail barge or something. I, I, it's... <laughs> I I really hope I really hope we get to see the ignite the green because I've got a pretty cool t-shirt print about to come out to celebrate it. So it would really that'd be that'd be a sad thing to see in like ten years at a thrift store, one of my ignite the green t-shirts
2: all crackled. (laughs) (laughs) Like
3: you never did turn that on. Great,
1: thanks. Oh man. I, I haven't purchased my Mendo shirt yet, but I'm planning on it and neither of those things, the big prominent things on that T shirt were not in the movie and I'm still excited to have that.
3: I know, but it's still real to me. It's still real to me. Uh
1: Oh it's absolutely like that that those trailer elements are just in my head so when I think about the movie they're just it's rattling around in there because how could you not put the cape in the water? Come on, guys. Like, even if it didn't make sense, just throw that in there because it's so amazing. <laughs> well, now, now you're getting a bit
3: of heat from the chat room, Azza. Uh, Emily has chimed in, buy your Mendo shirt, you heathen.
1: Also in capitals. There's a lot of capital use. A lot of caps lock
3: use in the uh, chat room today. It is, bring the uh, I'm planning
1: on it, Lindo. Lindo, come on now. <laughs> Um and, and just say this week's rebel. No, I I have not I am not caught up on Rebels at all. I know exactly what happens because I've heard everyone talk about it. But uh but I have not been able to keep up with those. I do enjoy Rebels. I'm uh I just haven't watched anything from uh season three yet and good god hearing about Tarvisla uh I mean that's that's pretty exciting to me. I mean, a Mando Jedi, yeah. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take as many as you can give me. Uh, because that sounds yeah, awesome.
3: I'm not such a, um, I think like a big part of the fan base really, like, fans out at the at the mention of Mandalorians and and all the um, the houses and stuff. I, I don't really fall. Yeah, into all that those category. guys are
1: weirdos. Hey, man.
6: (laughs) Thought we were cool there.
1: Hey, hey, dude. Like, do you know how many Boba Fett figures I've got? Like, five feet from me. Don't worry. I am down with the Fett. I am down with the Fett. So, yeah, I
3: don't really... um, Like, I I sort of have to be won over by it. Like, sometimes I, I think people just hear Mandalorians and and, and the the dark saber and it's immediate win and I'm not one of guilty. those but the the episode was great it was um it was how it should be and 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 that double episode as well that that started off the second half of uh, the third season or I think it, it's the the scheduling of this it's so weird how do you build up momentum when you're just dropping. You know, two, three episodes, and then you go on a month break. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I, I I don't understand it at all. Is it is are the episodes not finished? Like I I don't understand. So why you do that?
4: I'm not sure what the strategy behind that is either, especially considering they showed a two-parter to start the season off. So. Granted, it would have sucked not seeing that two-parter on the same night. But if they stretched that over two weekends and pushed all the episodes back, then you only have like a two- or three-week break. You see what I'm saying? And then <laughs> if you delay the premiere by a week, then you could own, like, I just think they could have done scheduling where we didn't have to have this break, whether it was delaying the premiere by a couple of weeks or splitting up that Saw episode into two different Saturdays. The delay bumps yeah. me out, man.
3: Yeah, like I am so glad they did give us those episodes together, but yeah, just push it back a week. Like it's I don't know. It it's it's very strange and I think it's it's hurting the the show's momentum that you know, the minute people sort of get re it, like adjusted to like, oh yeah, Rebels, and then it they're not there. So, like it it's everything I, I know about like like scheduling and and TV and like even podcasting. It's the regular, you know, I know this is in my, like, my routine. That's what what helps the show. What were you going to say, Azar?
1: Oh, I was just going to say that I think that momentum, mainly in the story, in the story elements of the show, have been the biggest problem with Rebels, I think, is the lack of story arcs and stuff like that it's just it just seems so quick and done so i like that they are kind of dragging some stories out and i like that that from what i've heard we're now seeing the you know the, the the fruition of things that have been set up in the past and i think that's great i just think that i don't know like there are so many like throwaway episodes and stuff like that uh now granted i can't speak on this this season here but uh but i think from what I've seen, that was kind of, cause I think the really good episodes are really good, but there's just, it just kind of gets watered down.
3: Yeah. And, and sometimes the like big things happen. And then that thread is sort of just dropped until they want to pick it up again. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Dark Maul was just out of sight, out of mind completely at the moment, which, which, which suits me. But yeah, it's just weird that, They've sort of got these major story arcs that we see sort of see them every five, like it's like, oh, it's, it's now time for another Darth Maul episode. It's, yeah. But Aaron, I uh, so appreciate you calling in today, man.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked
4: for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
3: Uh, Make sure you keep doing it and um, have a great weekend.
1: Yeah, you guys do the same. Thanks for... uh... Thanks for talking to me, guys. You guys have a good night.
3: See you, buddy. Nice. My my pleasure. And I'll just put you back on hold so you can listen to the rest of the episode. We've got about 20 minutes to go in uh, open time. And then after that, we will wrap up any remaining calls and discussion in the bonus time for supporters. For people that chip in a couple of bucks each month, we record a little bit of extra stuff. One way to hear the whole episode is to be on hold if, uh, if you want to listen live. Uh, unfortunately, the web browser does not keep going. But if you're on hold, you can keep listening. Is that making sense? Am I talking in circles? I don't know. Let us go to 407. Who are you and where are you calling from?
1: Hey, guys. This is Chuck from Orlando.
3: Hey, buddy. I'm not sure what your Australian name would be. Probably Chucko. Chucko <laughs> Chucko. Which which sounds like something I've done a fair bit in my life. But um, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, Chuck, uh, you know Lando, did you say you were? Yes. Oh, man. So you're just going to walk to Star Wars Celebration?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to camp out there and, and uh, hold spots and lines
3: for people. Nice. That sounds like an offer directly to me, and I appreciate <laughs> that. So do you stay at home and, and, and go there every day? I'm 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 very jealous of
1: this. Yeah, probably. And I probably live about twenty minutes away and I work even closer, so it's pretty easy. The only problem is is um I won't have the hotel room so I'll have to uh figure out parking because there's absolutely no parking at that place. Ah uh, wow. Well, that's um
3: that's a tough problem to have Chuck, you know? Um First we'll talk. You're You can probably just hitchhike from home, I think. But uh, what's on your mind tonight in Star Wars?
1: Well, I had a question for both of you. Um, First off, uh, Oz, if we ever get that Boba Fett movie and they're doing all these, they're thinking of doing all these genre type movies, what would you like in a Boba Fett movie? Maybe like a horror or a mystery?
4: (sighs) I'm telling you right now in a Boba Fett movie genre wise I don't really know but I want Boba Fett getting out of the Sarlacc and uh, using the Darksaber to reunite what's left of the Mandalorians if there is any Mandalorians. it's totally fan fiction and uh, I didn't even consider it until they brought it up on Now This Is Podcasting this week but yeah Boba Fett with the Darksaber that's my R2 shooting out the uh the Luke Skywalker lightsaber moment. What about about you,
3: Chuck? If there was a Star Wars, a Boba Fett film, do you want it post-Sarlacc or pre, like, I guess pre-Return of the Jedi?
1: Probably, uh, I'd probably say pre-Return of the Jedi, just because um, post-Return of the Jedi, I don't know uh, how well Boba Fett's going to do after that, because with that book with his armor was all sizzled up. He might not be uh, doing very well if he does get out. He might be more of a uh, uh, mentor role in that. Uh, I see what you're saying.
2: He could could fix his jetpack.
3: That's why pencils have erases. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just... I always... Like, just the going back in time. Yeah. Um, I I sort of feel like Star Wars is just trapped in this. We're going to go back in time. So we're sort of bound to by these certain rules and stuff. And it it doesn't always work out. Like I I like the post salak pit battle like film just because it's open. Who knows what happens?
2: Like,
3: and I actually love that book, you know, as much, um, the is it the Boba Fett trilogy or the Bounty Hunter Wars, or or I I, a... it's, it's either it's either one of those titles or a combination of both. But there was a three book series that covered Boba Fett coming out of the Sarlacc and Dengar finds him, and there's a lot of like flashbacks and stuff. But there's uh, I just looked at the chat room and there's there's mixed there's mixed. Some people want pre Return of the Jedi. Some people want the uh, the image of Boba Fett climbing out of the Sarlacc, uh that right. my uh, frequent guest Justin Hamilton has talked about a fair bit. So, yeah. But it, it seems inevitable that we'll have Boba Fett in uh, a big screen film, you know, as we all know. We almost got it until yeah. Josh drank, I don't know, what, he <laughs> couldn't find a bathroom or something. There was some, there was some issue. There was some, <laughs> there was some issue... Um, there was not enough bathrooms on set, and um, <laughs> mistakes
2: were <was> made. <laughs> uh, Chuck, some, thanks so some, much some for calling in, my man.
1: Hey, and, no problem, uh, And still, still, hopefully, we get more Ewoks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I I I love Ewoks, but I, I definitely don't think there's. I don't. I. I don't think we should ever see them again, just for <laughs> the, um, the size of the galaxy. But I do love them so dearly, so very dearly. And uh, I'll see you at Celebration.
2: All right, buddy. Have a good day.
3: Cheers, Chuck. Um, we have got a Skype caller on the line. If you are on Skype on hold, who are you and where are you calling from? Uh, g'day, fellas.
5: It's Judy again. Judy, how you doing, my man? Oh, good. Dad in Sydney for the weekend away from uh, from Melbourne, and it's a bit too hot for my liking. It's a bit like uh, Tatooine down here, mate.
3: <laughs> Tatooine with lots of thongs and muscle tops. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> What's on your mind in the world of Star Wars while you sweat it out
5: in sunny Sydney? Um. I've uh, I recently watched uh, episode seven again and um, uh, a question brought to my mind. I don't know if it's been asked before, but um, do you think that Finn uh, will be paralyzed because he got hit right up the spine with a lightsaber?
3: Ooh.
5: Horsey, your take on that one? <laughs>
4: um, I don't think so. I don't necessarily think so. Uh, there was... Some stuff that sort of came out about Finn in the rumors and spoilers and speculation. Tread, Tread
3: lightly, hoes. Tread lightly.
4: I was just saying that would lead me to believe that that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, yeah. I,
3: I will um, give you some. Re- I will give you some real-world sort of explanation. Before episode eight was filming, uh, John Boyega's Instagram and Twitter seemed to be filled with. Some pretty hardcore workout videos. Mm. Now I don't think if he's paralyzed, he'd be in the gym.
4: Right. Like so, why would you need to look all buff to sit around in a floating wheelchair like Clee Glars?
3: Hey, Clee Glars, <laughs> well, he well, had some he had some toned buttocks, don't worry about that.
4: <laughs> uh we'll not have you fall
3: down to the physique of Jack Thompson, great Australian, and Klee
2: Glass.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so I, I just think that, that real-world uh, training by John Boyega would imply uh, that he's going to be up and at them for The Last Jedi. Will he have some sort of spinal-strengthening suit?
5: Or cybernetics
3: or, or, or something like that, yeah.
5: Yeah. That'd be cool. you
3: know, who can say? Who can say? But he's definitely going to be in action.
5: Not in mm, traction. Mm, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to get you yeah, yeah, Not in traction.
3: Seriously, <laughs> uh, that was amazing.
4: I think we might have an episode eight shirt on our way, guys.
5: <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what else is happening duty what do you think of the last jedi title
5: yeah i'm a little i'm a little con- uh, sort of concerned seeing the, the red of the of the actual the font of star wars so um, some of the things i've read up on online apparently is a very aggressive like terrorist like theme or like a very terror sort of theme to episode 8 so um, i'm a little intrigued of of what's going to what's going to happen and what's going to take place
3: yeah, I I do like the analysis of like it's almost like the Pantone color of the font. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
3: what does mm. what does this shade of red mean? Does it mean does it mean Kylo Ren return? Luke Skywalker dies, or is it a bit more of a, a Luke Skywalker <laughs> gets maimed? Red.
1: No, I think it's <laughs> a
3: it's it's a Ray is angry red.
2: Who knows? Red. I've
4: seen a a lot of speculation online about that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and I love it. Like, all they had to do—they didn't say anything about the movie. They just said the title's the Last Jedi, and they changed the color of Star Wars to red. And as a Star Wars podcaster, man, you can get some mileage out of those two things. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But it also gets all the fans talking.
3: Like you can't. Like, Return of the Jedi was red. Right. Um, you know, it, it, originally the the name was Revenge of the Jedi, and it had the red, which makes mm. it even worse. So, I don't know. I, I think at the end of the day, it could mean something or it could mean nothing. There
5: you go. That's that's sort of <laughs> analysis that you come to the deal. You heard it first. It could mean something. It could mean nothing. You heard it first. I don't like your
3: tone, duty. I don't like your tone. <laughs> You're up in Sydney, thinking you're all back talking back nah, about mate, my no. color analysis.
5: No, I'm not talking back. I'm a, I'm approving it. <laughs> okay. All
3: right. All right. The the ice is getting thinner up in Sydney. I can tell you that much. Uh, anything else on your mind today, buddy?
5: Uh, yeah. Crap. I've forgotten what it was. Um, do you think that there'll be um. More sort of modifications to the Falcon because um, I think it was back in the Dark Horse days. Uh, Chewbacca died and um, Han Solo painted the Falcon black. Do you think they'd do maybe not? Do you think they'd do something like that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious?
5: That's apparently what happened in the comics. Yeah, they painted the falcon black.
2: <laughs> Did he put a little tail over the bloody satellite dish? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he painted it black.
3: Oh, please. This is amazing. <laughs>
2: so he was running
5: around with a, with a black falcon, yeah. It's a bit bit weird seeing it black but do you think they'll make any sort of changes or subtle differences to the to the falcon
4: i don't think they'll paint it black oh no don't, no no <laughs> don't, paint, it don't touch <laughs> paint, no especially if uh episode eight takes place pretty close to seven i don't know that i mean i guess two can could be dicking around and working on the falcon while they're on hock two or whatever but maybe over time if there's you know, a further trilogy after this, then we'll see it change in some subtle ways here and there. Yeah, the the rectangular dish was
5: was a good little little hat nod, but don't go. Yeah, hopefully they don't go too far and try and make it. You know.
4: Yeah, but they're only further. Realism.
5: Yeah.
3: Um, well, there have there have been leaked photos of the morning Falcon. Um, there was those guys that uh, snuck onto oh, yeah. the set. And, um, oh, really? It didn't seem like it had been... Um, the, the Falcon was not painted in morning colours, nor was it celebrating um, <laughs> breast cancer awareness. It wasn't painted pink. Um, it wasn't <laughs> painted red for Valentine's Day. It wasn't painted red and green for Christmas. It wasn't painted orange didn't it? for Halloween. It was just... Oh, well, yeah. It was just Millennium Falcon colour. That black thing... Is amazing, duty. I
5: I do you please, want, do you want me to I'll find it for you if you want.
3: I, I definitely I definitely want to see a picture of this black falcon. Oh my god. <laughs> EU. What have you see this is the thing, I compliment the EU with those bounty hunter books and then I get back the morning falcon. Like <laughs> and so was there was there theme of, of, of Han with like a paintbrush painting it or how how it get black? Do you take it to a detailer? Uh,
5: I don't know. I thought uh, I've, I've seen the, the parts of the book where Chewy uh, sacrifices himself, and then Han goes into a sort of a downward spiral. I see, and then he, he paints the Falcon black, so he's gone all—he's uh, gone all, you know, hardcore, painted it black, making it look cooler. Oh <laughs> my God. Midlife crisis, it sounds like. Added a sweet spoiler to the back. Got some blue lights underneath <laughs> the landing gear. Big exhaust. The, <laughs> sad, nice thing was the,
3: the sad thing was, on, on, on the back window, he, he had to peel off the My Family sticker of the Wookiee. That was a really oh, sad episode. Oh, oh, oh,
2: oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: fine. It doesn't count anymore. He's alive.
5: <laughs> yeah, but now now Chewie's pulling off the sticker of Han. That is
3: tough. That is tough. That is a that is a. It's going to be a a really emotional um part of the the Last Jedi. Well, just for continuity, after Chewbacca died, did Han Solo just start walking past people he knew and loved
5: and just ignoring them?
3: That'd be a great tie-in. Um, in I
2: think. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think yeah, in the. um in the old in the old canon, he, uh, he he was just not responding to anyone and stuff like that. I'll see if I can find the actual the the article and book and photos and stuff, and you can have a, poke a bit of fun. All
3: right, yeah, send it and maybe um, if we can get a copy of that issue, we can have a live burning at Star Wars Celebration Orlando. That will be fantastic. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for calling in, and uh, we'll hope to talk to you next week. Enjoy your trip to Sydney.
5: Yeah, thanks, buddy. I'll uh, chat to you guys soon. Thanks for having me.
3: Nice. All right, we've got about two minutes to go, but we will go into uh, supporter bonus time. So we've got 201. Let's see who this is. 201, who are you and where are you calling from?
2: Well,
1: the show's almost over, so you know it's got to be Rob from New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey, Rob. <laughs> Robbo.
3: Um, give us a quick sizzle um, for the supporter section. What are we going to be discussing, Robbo?
1: I, I was going to talk about Lando, but now all I can think about it is like Han Solo, like pulling up in the Falcon with a bottle of Jack Daniels, like crying and sweeping up Wookiee hair. Like, <laughs> 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 Just paint it black. I don't care. Like <laughs> Just paint it Great black. Great
2: impression.
3: Bring me a little. Yeah. All, right, all right, Robbo. We've got about 90 seconds. So I'll put you back on hold and we'll talk to you in the supporter section. We have also got 778. On hold for the supporter section. Horst Burkett, you prolific podcaster, you tell the good people of the internet where they can find your two podcasts that I enjoy every week. Uh,
4: you can find me on Rogue One, uh, that comes out every Thursday, and on Blue Harvest, which now comes out every Saturday as part of the Making Star Wars podcast network. Yeah.
3: After your sad discussion the other week about we're not in the network, don't anyone think about it, I just rang Jason and said, you've got to listen to this.
2: Sad sack.
3: Oh, man. (laughs) Um, We've got about 30 seconds to go, you guys. Make sure you check out Blue Harvest and Rogue One. As I said, I listen to them every week. They are top shelf autos. Uh, we'll be back at this time next week. Um, make sure if you like the show, uh, give a sweet, five a review on iTunes. Have a great weekend. And hey, may that force be with you. <laughs> All right, Robbo, what do you got, buddy? What do you got? What, have you how much fan fiction have you written out by um, disgruntled <laughs> Morning Han Solo? How much have you pumped out already this evening?
7: Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that super fun show with Whores Burkhart of uh, Rogue One and Blue Harvest. Uh, if you were a Steel Wars supporter which is just two twenty-five dollars American a month, approximately, it's $3 Australian a month. Uh, you get all this bonus content, The Making Steel Wars Show, Gone Conceals Trash Compactor, Q&As, and full access to our 100 plus full length Steel Wars episodes. You'd also be listening to the supporter version of this episode right now. We go for another 45 minutes, we talk about Lando Carizian's return, Is Kane and sight returning. Uh, Who should we see more of and less of in Rebels? Uh, Marvel Comics' effect on the film's inconsistencies in the new canon. Great impressions from a certain point of view. Real and improvised Star Wars play sets and returning to old sets for new Films, all that and more is in the supporter bonus section. Of course, Robbo is in full effect, who is definitely become a call in show favorite. Um, If you want to do that, that is great. You can sign up through steelwars.com. It helps support the uh, two free shows as well, keeps the lights turned on and the cat. Fed. I appreciate it. I think next week's show is actually going to be a day later. So if you're in America, it will be Saturday night. And if you're in Australia, it will be Sunday. But I'll post those times tomorrow. I've got a wedding on Saturday, so I have to jig things around a little bit, you guys. Uh, But just if you're on social media, at Steel Wars, Instagram, Twitter, or on the website, or on Facebook, or if you're a member of the Safe Haven on Facebook, which you should. If you listen to this show, you're more than welcome to join us. We're having a great time in there talking Star Wars without any crazies flying off the handle when they disagree with you. We have civil discussions about our different views about Star Wars. It is super fun. I am crazy tide. It is super late, so I'm gonna keep this outro short. If you're in Melbourne, Melbourne Comedy Festival tickets are on sale both for the podcast and my solo show. Adelaide Fringe, the same. We've got Steel Wars, we've got I Love Garing Letters and my show Steel Sauners the Enthusiast, my stand-up show. Uh, and Brisbane uh, we are coming back and tickets are on sale up there as well at the bright side at the start of March and uh, other states will be announced. Other countries will be announced very soon. If you enjoyed the show, retweet it. If you haven't read a five-star review, do that on iTunes. I really appreciate it. And may that force...